from Jess and she asks, how do you rebuild work relationships after trust has been broken? Slowly. (laughs) Slowly. (laughs) That's the answer. Well, there's no quick fixes for trust. Really? Like, is there any, have you ever come across a hack? Like has someone ever said to you? Trust hacks. Yeah, trust hacks. Well, that's the thing. It's like there, there are no hacks for trust. Like trust takes time and concerted effort to build. Yeah. I, the the hard part about it is is that they what people want in in response to this question is give me the hacks give me the the tips and the techniques to to rebuild trust quickly, and unfortunately when trust has been broken it's it's really hard to rebuild quickly. Um, we may have mentioned this on a previous podcast before, but I know Rowan Dredge was actually the guy that introduced us um, all those kind of years ago, mm. and he's a good friend of mine and he talks a lot about trust. He's actually the first person I ever interviewed on my podcast, and we talked about trust. And he talks about this really great idea, which is that when trust is broken, trust almost needs to be restored within the same context in which it was broken. And I use this example all the time in my workshops that I run now where I talk about, like, if you want to position yourself as someone who is an empowering leader, then you go to a team meeting and you haven't had your morning coffee, you feel angry, you feel frustrated, someone suggests an idea and you cut their legs out on the idea. You shut them down, the whole team's like, whoa, that was intense, everyone feels awkward, and then you leave. What is the typical pathway that most people follow? Well, the leader recognises and goes, oh, that was probably not the right thing to do, shouldn't have done that. So if it was you, Shell, and I had this experience with you and I you know, shut you down in the meeting, what I would do is I'd find you and I'd go, hey, Shell, can I just pull you aside for a quick sec? Hey, look, I'm really sorry. Like last meeting, I was just in a really bad headspace and I shut you down. I didn't mean to do that. And, and you would probably be the forgiving person that you are. You go, hey, look, I didn't like it, but um, I appreciate you coming and saying sorry. Thank you so much. Are we good? Yeah, we're good. All right, let's move on. Now, most people would believe, oh, great, trust has been restored, trust has been fixed. And, and maybe with you, Shell, if it's a minor thing like that, maybe it has. Maybe you're like, oh, it was, a, it was an out-of-character incident and I can look past an out-of-character incident as long as there was acknowledgement and a change of behaviour moving forward. However, there were nine other people in that meeting that heard me do that and watched me do that. And if I don't go back in that same context and apologise in that context, nine people almost have this erosion of my trust, even though you and I have restored that relationship. So I would say to people, like, you have to go back to the meeting. Still have the one-on conversation, definitely still have it, but you also have to go back into the context. So next time I get together with a team meeting, what I would do is I would say, hey, everyone, I, I just want to acknowledge for a moment in our last meeting, I said something to Shell when she brought up an idea and it, and it really shut her down. Now I've gone to her and I've apologised privately, but I also want to make sure that I want to bring it to the group here and let you know that's not what I expect of myself nor of anyone else on this team. And I want to publicly apologise as well. And in doing so, you restore a collective trust, not just an individual trust, which I think is a huge, often overlooked piece of the the trust equation. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
and takes so much humility to do that. Like I haven't, yeah. I've seen a couple of instances of leaders do that, but it, where they've publicly in a team meeting said sorry for a particular behaviour and I can see that moment in my mind so clearly and it was such a profound like, oh, wow, that's that's awesome. And I know in Michael Bungay-Stenia's latest book, How to Work with Almost Anyone, he talks about this idea of relationships being repairable and a hallmark of a healthy relationship is that you can repair them. And if we think about a relationship, if you have one stuff up, like we're people, we're going to stuff things up. We're going to break trust. Like that's what we do as people. Like we're not perfect. But if you have a healthy relationship, it is repairable. And in fact, it gets stronger as a result of the damage that gets properly repaired. I think though that we often struggle with that. What does repairing a relationship at work look like? Like what does that actually look like and how do I do it? So there's that beautiful example of that you just shared I think we also have these little micro moments where we can repair relationships and we maybe overlook them. Mm. So there might be little small things like, oh, hey, I cut you off in that meeting. I'm really sorry. Like little micro moments that you can take to repair relationships instead of waiting for the big thing to kind of blow up. And it's like the cumulative impact of all these little small things over a number of months. Looking for what are some of those little micro moments that I didn't really feel like I showed up as my best self and can I have a conversation to to repair that in the early stages rather than overlooking it. And I kind of find for me, I know when there's those times because I get that sense of unease about maybe how I handled something. So what is that for you? Like are there those moments where you feel like maybe you didn't show up as your best self and can you go and have one of those repair conversations instead of, I guess you talk about this, I've heard you talk about this, Shane, where instead of we waiting for that high stakes, crucial conversation, we're having those kind of smaller discussions along the way. Yeah, really well said. I think you touched on um, MBS's book on how to work with almost anybody. Um, and in there, he, he actually suggests asking that question before you get to that potential rift or, or broken relationship. So it's actually sitting down with, sitting down with your team and going, hey, let's just be really honest with one another. I'm going to get this wrong. (laughs) You know, it would almost be the first conversation in team leadership roles going, hey, you know what? I'm probably going to get this wrong. Actually, I'm definitely going to get this wrong somehow. And you as a team member, you're probably going definitely going to get it wrong as well. So can we have a conversation about how we repair that when we broke it? And what, what do we require of one another when we get it wrong? And can we give each other the compassion and the understanding to recognize that we're not going to get it perfect the first time? And actually, we can talk about how we repair broken relationships. Stephen Covey has this great quote, which is that you can't talk your way out of something you behaved your way into. And that thought alone is deeply profound, which is this idea that, you know, by all means, stand up and and use your words to express your, you know, sincere apologies. And at the same time, make sure it's backed up by a consistent action and behaviour. So how many times have we heard celebrities get up and say, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, and then learn nothing from it, change nothing from it, as opposed to people who get up and say, I got that really wrong, and then immediately back it up with changed actions and decisions over time. And that's how you know that people are not just listening, but they're learning. So I would say, yes, apologise, Apologise within the context where trust was broken and then add to it what you just said before, micro decisions over time that demonstrate you've actually learned 
from those from that experience of where trust was broken. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.